four verses here from the second chapter of the book of Acts. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them, the New King James says, divided tongues, cloven tongues, as a fire, and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled. Amen. Aren't you glad they were all filled? Amen. That Holy Spirit of promise, the Bible talks about, they were filled and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Praise God. I, I, I want to just, just highlight a little bit here this morning before we pray the sudden nature with which the outpouring of the Holy Ghost happened. And sudden. I mean, there's this setting that has been set for us. They're all in one place, one accord, all of them on a certain day. And then it says, and suddenly. Everybody say suddenly. Suddenly. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Suddenly something happened. Amen. Now today, many churches will celebrate and uh, remember the Feast of Pentecost 50 days after uh, Passover, 50 days after the offering of the uh, the lamb 50 days after uh, the uh, that celebration where something had to die and the result of that they remembered at Passover how that the death angel passed over them the spirit of death that's after our world and upon our world today is Many are falling prey to and succumbing to. But thank God for our lamb. Thank God that as uh, families we can, we can together partake of the lamb. We can, we can experience uh, the, the salvation of the Lord. They remembered that. But 50 days after that was this great feast. One of the three great feasts of the calendar year for God's people in the Old Testament. One of the appointed times the Bible talks about when God says that He'll bless His people. And particularly related to the Feast of Pentecost, there, there were blessings. I believe there were seven blessings that were, that were promised in the Old Testament for those that would observe this Old Testament Feast of Pentecost. And so... Uh, the first Pentecost after Jesus' death, the disciples, upon His instruction, are waiting prayerfully for the promise that He said He would send uh, when He went away and that they were to wait and tarry for. They were there waiting and tarrying and suddenly there came a sound. 
from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Well, there was more than that to happen, right? But that's how it, it, it came. It just came suddenly upon them. And it was a dramatic turning point in the disciples' lives. It was, it was a, the birthday of the church. We're celebrating birthdays today. We're also celebrating the birthday of the church. The church was born in power, a power that's able to transform. The disciples, transformed by that power, was able to go into all the world preaching this gospel and transforming lives as a result of it. And Acts chapter 2 reminds us that you and I are called to a supernatural life. The same wonder-working power that was displayed suddenly on that first birthday of the church. The same power that suddenly transformed the atmosphere, their very nature, their lives is available today. That's right. Just like it was on that first day. Miraculous supernatural power. What promise are you waiting on? They went and tarried waiting for the promise. But I ask you this morning on this Pentecost Sunday, what promise are you waiting on? Come on. I don't think it would have happened had there not been an anticipation. That's right. Had there not been a pursuit. Lord, whatever you, you okay, we want what you said. Yes. So we're going to do what you said. We don't understand it. We don't. We, we, this, this thing about power. We, we, we don't know exactly what that means. We haven't fully developed a theology. The Apostle Paul hadn't come along to, to with, with, with revelation and understanding and knowledge of the, the Scriptures to explain everything to us yet. But we want it. It's amazing to me that the Scripture tells us over 500 people saw Him alive after His resurrection. But only 120 tarried, waited, and showed up for the promise. Folks say, well, if, I, if the Lord would tell me, if God would just speak to me, 500 people had the resurrected Savior show up. But they did not all show up for the day of Pentecost. That's right. They did not all tarry for <coughs> the promise. 
Peter preaches after he falls and said that the promises to you and to your children and them that are afar off. The promise is to everybody. But how many people are pursuing it? How many people want it today? How many people are preaching it today? How many people have actually received it for themselves today? There's a there's a gap. But I'm believing that God has given us exceeding great and precious promises in His Word. This morning, in our class, someone brought up the Scripture about greater works than these shall ye do. I'm still believing that we're going to see greater works. Amen. I'm still believing that we're going to see Day of Pentecost kinds of outpourings. Yeah. And we're not going to have to watch Brother Bruce Howe on a video tell us about it. Come on. But we're going to stand up and say, I can't help but tell you what I've seen yeah. and heard. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise here this morning. Hallelujah. And it happened suddenly. Now before that suddenly could happen, there had to be some waiting that the disciples went through. Luke chapter 24, verse 49, He he promised all of His followers, Jesus, while He walked this earth, he, He promised His followers power from on high. But some of them apparently didn't have the patience to stay in the upper room and wait until Pentecost. I don't want you to be amongst those that miss out. May you be like the faithful that showed up and patiently waited for your breakthrough. Amen. But I feel the Holy Ghost saying this morning, suddenly. Your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. They're going to speak with new tongues. I believe God's getting ready to pour out on the rich and the poor. I believe God's getting ready to pour out, amen, on the high class and the low class. I believe God's getting ready to pour out on the drug addicts and upon the elite of society, the upper crust. I believe God's getting ready to pour out the Holy Ghost. Just like it came 2,000 years ago, it may very well come suddenly upon us. But it's not, the suddenly's not going to happen for those that aren't waiting and looking and anticipating and believing the promise. Amen. 
Oh, glory. If you think that God doesn't do it anymore, you're not going to be there on Pentecost. If you think the promise is not for you, you're not going to be there on Pentecost. If you think it's just for folks that are super spiritual, it's not going to be, you're not going to be there on Pentecost. But if there's something in your spirit that says, well, he tells me to go, I'll go. Whatever he tells me to do, I'll do. No matter what everybody thinks, I'm looking for the promise. I'm believing for the promise. I'm believing something's going to happen. You seen anything yet? No. Peter, can you tell me how it's going to happen? disciples, we'll get a committee meeting together and we'll figure out what God's getting ready to do. The Lord kept them in the dark about some things. But the moment it hit, something got down in them. He got up and he started preaching the same old verses he had heard a thousand times, but it had a whole brand new meaning. It had, there was a rental word. There was a powerful word for those people who were present that day. And everybody listening, they knew it was a word from God for them. It wasn't just another Sunday sermon. It wasn't something that happened to be an election there for Pentecost Sunday. It wasn't something that just showed up in the bulletin that that's what we're going to do today. But there was something that said, hey, You got time for an interruption in your life this morning? It, would, would you mind letting God interrupt your pity party today? Would you mind letting God just break through somehow in your sorrow today? Would you mind letting God just kind of break through in your dilemma this morning? In your rut that you've been stuck in for a long time? Would you mind letting God just break through into that today? I'm telling you, God will send a suddenly revival. He'll send a suddenly outpouring. He will move it away. And no man gets the glory. No flesh gets the glory. It's a God thing. Hallelujah. Pastors and denominations and leaders across the board mega church. Amen. Movements and stuff like that. Amen. They're not going to get the credit for this. It's all going to go to the Lord because it was a sound from heaven. It wasn't a sound from headquarters. It was a sound from heaven. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't lose heart while you're waiting, my friend. Don't lose heart while you're waiting on God. I'm telling you, there's going to be a suddenly, and all of a sudden, you're going to stand up and rejoice. Amen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen after the suddenly. Folks are going to say, Jenna, brother, what must we do? People that you never expected is going to say, what, 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 how do I get that? Show me what I need to do. Amen. They're going to be knocking on your door. They're going to be picking up the phone. They're going to be inquiring of you because what's happening in you didn't come from a man and didn't come from a church per se, but it came from heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 H
and I believe God wants to do something. There, there, it's time for a breakthrough, folks. It's time for a move of God. Amen. Amen. It's time for something to happen that busts through barriers. Amen. Bust through walls. That busts through everything that the devil has thrown up to try to impede the progress of God's truth in the world. Amen. I love this apostolic message. But there's something been bothering me just a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm about to quit talking about apostolic. Don't get scared. Don't get scared. But 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 I'm about to quit talking so much about apostolic. Come on. You know, truth. It's biblical truth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's not our truth as opposed to their truth. It's biblical truth. Yes, it is. We're not talking about Pentecostal salvation. We're talking about the only salvation that there is. Yes. There is no other man. No man under heaven given among men. Thereby we must be saved. I don't care who you are. I don't care what things on your church. I tell you today, it's time to that awakens the church and awakens hearts and causes to wonder at what God is doing. When's the last time somebody accused you of being drunk? Maybe you haven't been to Pentecost in a while. Maybe you haven't had a suddenly in a while. Can I tell y'all something? Brother Josh met me at the door this morning had a little quick conversation there. He's talking to some of the local police and law enforcement that showed up when the emergency call came for Sister Betty down here a couple blocks a block away. Some of the police officers, uh, they, 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 they were talking with Brother Josh, Sister Betty's in there. They, they, said, they said, I didn't know she was German. They said, I think she was praying in German. Well, they heard them speak the tongues yeah. and magnify God. of the Spirit in your life today? Some folks think God's deaf and dumb. Some folks think God can't speak and He can't act. He can't do nothing. He's sitting back watching. Watching what's was set in motion by His Heavenly Father. Somewhere way back there. Yeah. encouragement to the devil. The devil said, yeah, I nailed him into a tree. Yeah, we put him in a grave. And then he got out. But they're trying to put him back in. 
They're trying to put it back in. Oh, I feel like standing on this pulpit this morning and say, don't you put it back in there. That's right. Don't you put it back in some box. Don't you put it back in some kind of container. That's what the devil wants to do. If you can contain it inside of God, you need something inside of it. You need yeah. something to heaven. You need something to on high in your life. Praise God. So 50 days after Passover, 50 days after Calvary, Amen. We're here today to celebrate the fact, amen, that there's a growing group of people in our world that say we ain't putting it back in no box. We're not satisfied with that. We're going to wait. We're going to tear it. We're going to do whatever we have to do because we've got to see the manifestation of that power that he spoke about. And he said, if the promise is for me and my children and our children's children, then it's for us this morning. And I'm going to have what God has spoken. You may be surprised by it. Amen. But I'm glad to know that like Peter, we can stand up when it happens and tell you. This is that. Yes. Great job. When you come up that side out, hallelujah, over at the community center. If God can do that at the community center, we can do it down at the police station. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It was noise to broad. I'm knocking on doors, but March is going to leave us. We're going to do that. We're going to knock on some doors in this community. But what brought that great revival? Wasn't a bunch of folks going out knocking on doors. Come on, tell it. The folks out there got to tell each other. Yes. Have Amen. You Have you heard? Yes. Have you heard? Do you know? Yes. What happened to the viewer? So and so. Mm, mm, mm. Have you heard what happened to her? And she got hungry for God? And it got noised abroad. Yes, it did. It followed suddenly. It followed suddenly. How many, how many folks in that 500 maybe showed up, but over time they just drifted away because they said, where is the promise? Where is the promise of his coming? I know that scripture is talking about his second coming. Amen. But you better hope he comes here. Yes. He comes there. That's right. That's right. If you're looking up there, I'm praying hope that you already been looking and found. Down here. Mm, mm, mm. Bless Jesus. That there was a sudden that happened. So I feel the Holy Ghost this morning directing us as a church, directing us as prayer warriors, directing us as children of God, directing us as, as people that, that, that want to see the promises of God fulfilled. I feel the Holy Spirit promise encouraging me, prompting me by the Holy Ghost today, I believe, to tell you it was sudden. 
church four weeks in a row and ain't got the Holy Ghost yet. I've been to church four weeks in a row and ain't seen that revival they've been talking about and praying about happen yet. I wish the Holy Ghost would just breathe on you right now and say Let's come to the front right now. I wanted to close this service out with prayer today. We're not going to anoint prayer clause this morning. Perhaps next Sunday. But we're going to pray as passionately as we pray when we do. We're going to pray about a miracle this morning. 